millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Disney Deciphered, a podcast helping you save money, time, and stress as you plan your Disney vacation. On today's episode, we talk about what we're looking forward to and what we're lukewarm about for the 50th anniversary celebration that starts next week. Find all episodes of this podcast at DisneyDeciphered.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere you find podcasts. And we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a positive review. If you'd like to support the podcast, check us out on Patreon.com slash DisneyDeciphered, where you can subscribe to receive bonus content or leave a one-time donation. Or if you want to support the podcast at no cost to you, you can use me as your travel agent, and I can help you plan the ins and outs of your Disney vacation. Get started by emailing josephchung at travelmission.net. If you have anything you'd like us to cover on the podcast, email us disneydecipher at gmail.com, tweet at us at www.decipher on Twitter, or find us on our Facebook page, Disney Deciphered. Thanks, and enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Joe from Anza Joe Flies. And I'm Leslie from Trips with Tykes. And welcome back to Disney Deciphered. So on today's episode in about a week, the 50th anniversary celebration is going to start at Disney World. Now, I know back in July, we talked about what was coming, although we didn't even know about Genie Plus back then. So we thought we would indulge ourselves a little bit, talk about what we're excited for about the 50th, but also talk about some of the things that I wouldn't say we're not excited for, but I would say we're just pretty whatever about. Is that pretty fair, Leslie? Yeah, that's pretty fair, Joe. Yeah, so we want to update a few things uh, before we get to what we are looking forward to. First, we want everyone to know that the 50th anniversary celebration, it's going to run for 18 months, so about through March 2023. So if you're not able to get there in October, which is probably going to be crowded, or if you're not even able to get there in 2022, you're going to have plenty of time to check out all the different changes and costume changes and all the things that Disney has planned for the 50th and probably some of the things that they have planned for the 50th that we haven't heard about yet. Now, speaking of new announcements, we just found out that Disney is going to quote unquote enhance the magical benefits for people staying on site. We've been talking about how staying on site, you've lost a lot of benefits. Now, I saw the subject of this email and I was pretty excited that it might be something tangible however instead they said that their new announcements that there are going to be random character pop-ups in on-site hotels which is good i I don't want to like look a gift horse in the mouth i would love to see characters at random times at hotels i mean i think that's part of the fun but it wasn't extra extra magic hours or anything like that which you free genie plus which was some of the things that i had thought in my head when i saw the initial headline Yeah, definitely not game changing, but like all these little incremental things that they do add, add up to something much more enjoyable. So I'll take it. But yeah, yeah, not the um, (laughs) headliner that we were maybe hoping for. We kind of each day were like, is there something, some bombshell that's going to be dropped as as we uh, lead into the 50th? Of course, now that we're recording this a little bit early before the 50th, I'm sure there will be a bombshell that you will have to cut in when we release this episode, right, Joe? Well, that's why I want to release this in two days. So, you know, I won't be uh, too behind. And yeah, to be fair, 
as Disney takes away the little things we complain about. So we should give them credit for adding back little things like these character pop-ups. So that should be good. Now, before we get into Walt Disney World's 50th, I know you had some experience at Disneyland's 60th. I want to hear just a little bit about what that was like, because I feel like when these things run on for so long, it's got to be weird. So I'm just curious, you know, what was it like going to Disneyland during the 60th anniversary 16-month celebration? That's right. It was a very long celebration. And it was kind of, it was back in, I think, 2015, 2016 that it ran. And that was sort of right when I was doing a lot more Disney blogging and going a lot more often. So it was an interesting time to go. But, you know, they definitely unveiled a lot of new things. I mean, they sort of, everything that you would expect. So there was a new parade and there was new nighttime fireworks at Disneyland Park and a new overlay to World of Color in Disney California Adventure. And of course, you know, the usual castle uh, overlays and things like that. So they really did pull out all the stops for the 60th for their diamond anniversary. And I had a lot of fun going to those new offerings. But as time went on, there weren't a lot of extra offerings that were added and it does start to get a little bit stale. And then I, I remember going, I think it was Labor Day weekend of 2016 and it was the very end. It was the last weekend or something like that of the, the 60th and sort of seeing the decorations of the castle for the umpteenth time. It was September and I was like, oh, when's Halloween time starting? <laughs> I was ready for <laughs> something new and something different. So that's the danger of these things going on too long if you are a frequent visitor. You know, and I think Disney World will be different because like you said, we're going to get some in- incremental additions as this anniversary goes on. A lot of things were delayed by the pandemic, and I think it will evolve more. And so there'll be sort of reasons to go multiple times during the celebration for the Disney faithful. Yeah, and uh, don't worry. We know that that is definitely hashtag Disney blogger problems. And so we know that uh, we are not the normal use case for these things because it is good that they're doing this for 18 months. It's just not as typical for people to go more than once a year. So that means, you know, there are 18 months for you to to enjoy this, especially coming off the tail end of everything that's been going on. We poke fun at Disney a little bit, but we both know that it's good for it to be going on for so long. Absolutely. So let's get to some of the things that we are looking forward to. I'm going to kick it off with, like you said, Leslie, Disneyland had some new nighttime shows during their 60th anniversary. And despite the loss of Happily Ever After, which unfortunately I did not get to see one more time, I am very excited for these new nighttime shows that are coming to Disney World, both Disney Enchantment at the Magic Kingdom and Harmonious, which looks really exciting. I I mean, they've They're getting so much flack for these things in the lagoon at Epcot. I have to believe that Harmonious is going to be really amazing. And they've released some previews and Harmonious does look like it's going to be great. So I'm excited for these new nighttime shows. Still going to miss Happily Ever After, but Wishes was around for 15 years. So maybe they decided Happily Ever After for four or five was long enough. Yeah, I guess that's right, Joe. Sorry, you didn't get to see it. But I, I too, am very excited about there being two new nighttime spectaculars for the 50th. I mean, this was touch and go for a while. We didn't know whether the evening big spectaculars, you know, fireworks and all that could come back. And I'm glad that things have normalized enough that that it's possible for the 50th because without that, I mean, that that is the headliner, right? I mean, without that, this would feel a pretty like a pretty anemic celebration, I think. 
Yeah, it definitely is the headliner, at least for me. And another good thing is that if the short previews that they've released on video are any indication harmonious, I think you'll be able to see it from outer space. So you don't even need to go to Florida to go see it. Have you seen how bright those screens are? I haven't seen that yet, uh, but I believe it. I believe it. Those things light up like a Christmas tree. So uh, it's going to be very bright, but it looks like it's going to be very exciting. It is new tech, which is super exciting as well. And then they're bringing all the new overlay tech to all of the main landmarks at all four of the Disney World parks. So it's going to be really exciting. All right. What are you excited for, Leslie? All right. I'm actually surprised this made my my personal list because I'm not much of a foodie, but I'm actually pretty excited about some of the new restaurants and food offerings for the 50th. We, of course, have the long-awaited Space 220, and it took me like 220 years to get the name right for that restaurant, but I'm, I got it just in time for the opening. That's opening in Epcot right now, um, this week. I'm also excited about Steakhouse 71, especially since my beloved Steakhouse 55 at the Disneyland Hotel is no longer. So the contemporary is getting that. And then there's just going to be lots of new food offerings for the 50th. I mean, I'm sure scattered throughout the parks and we'll get the foodie guide on the Disney Parks blog eventually and there'll be lots of cute for the 50th. And, you know, Disney World has not done those Instagrammable treats and special food items as well as, as Disneyland has. I mean, that's where California definitely leads the way, but, but Disneyland is catching up and I think they will do that right for the 50th. Yeah. And California Grill is going to have a special 50th anniversary menu. I kind of. I'm a little disappointed in that because I want to go to California Grill and try it a la carte, but I they are really pulling out all the stops for the 50th, so there are all these exciting offerings. Oh, and then also the Creperie in France has already opened in anticipation of Remy's Ratatouille Adventure opening on October 1st as well, so just a lot of great new food stuff going on, and of course they're going to be the regular festivals, so a lot to look forward to there. Excited to to try some new foods this time. All right, Joe, well, what else do you have for us? What else are you looking forward to for the 50th? Well, like I said, we know Remy's is going to be opening on October 1st. And over the next 18 months, I'm really looking forward to hearing firm dates and possibly seeing some of these new attractions open, including Tron, the Guardians of the Galaxy attraction at Epcot, and... Even things like uh, the Walt Disney World Railroad coming back. You know, I hope that comes back sometime during the 50th anniversary. In fact, it would be a real shame if it wasn't running at some point during the next 18 months. So I'm really excited for these new attractions to come. Tron really looks like it's coming along and who knows what's going on inside the Guardians of the Galaxy building. But with Remy's coming on October 1st and then these other attractions coming on down the line and hopefully maybe they'll open before the end of the 18 months. It's just really exciting to hear about these new attractions. Yeah, I'm always excited for new things to open, especially rides being the ride junkie that I am. And I just really need some dates. <laughs> and maybe that will be the bombshell that drops on October 1st. Maybe maybe we'll get that soon enough for, for one of these big e-ticket attractions. We'll see. Would love that. And so we're going to end the things that we're really looking forward to, like super excited about with possibly the most controversial one. So Leslie, uh, let the hate mail flow. What are you looking forward to? All right. I'm putting myself out there, but I'm actually really looking forward to Genie Plus. And I know that's controversial. I know Genie Plus is, I think, among the Walt Disney World faithful, much more hated than maybe it is among the Disneyland faithful. But I mean, I just love a new challenge and I love finding ways to 
to hack a new system and, and exploit the loopholes and get to ride more. And right now it's really hard to hack the system at any of the Disney parks. I mean, if you go on a day that it happens to be busier, then you're standing in standby lines with everybody else. And, you know, I guess you can do the occasional single rider or, you know, you can get up really early and rope drop, but it's just not as much fun to figure out the strategy anymore. So I'm looking forward to just trying Genie, the free version. I'm looking forward to seeing whether my experience from MaxPass translates into using Genie Plus. I'm, of course, not excited about paying for a Lightning Lane a la carte. I don't think anybody's excited about that. But maybe you are if like you are going on a once in a lifetime vacation to Disney World and, you know, Christmas week and you really want to ride Rise of the Resistance. So, you know, you're willing to pay whatever more power to you, I guess. I guess there definitely is an audience for who will be happy paying that to get the vacation experience they want. But but yeah, I'm looking forward to the, the I guess the Genie Plus aspect of it and seeing how many rides we can squeeze in and and uh, you know figuring out where it's necessary. And I mean, this is blogger problems, but you know, just figuring out how to tell people how to make the most of their time at Disney World with it. I agree in like a perverse way. Genie Plus, it's going to be fun to figure out a new system and hopefully to figure out how to beat that system. Obviously, I would prefer not to have to pay for these things, but we can only control what we do, Leslie. And so if they're going to drop Genie Plus on us, at least we can try to have fun with it. So I get that. This is a good time to also insert the news that came out this week. Uh, We forgot to mention that Rise of the Resistance is going away from the virtual queue. So that I think is going to end up causing more people to pay for the individual attraction lightning lane for that. Uh, but there's going to be no more virtual queue, which I think I, I, I'm, I'm mixed on it. I liked being able to wake up at 7 a.m. and being able to guarantee more or less like a less than, less than an hour standby queue line. At the same time, I don't like waking up at 7 a.m. every single day on my vacation, as we had said. So uh, it is what it is. No more virtual queue at Rise of the Resistance starting this week. Yeah, I mean, I guess I, I feel like as someone who's gotten to go on the ride far too many times than is fair, I'm excited that people who really want to ride it, you know, can wait for it if they want to and not have to pay for Lightning Lane or something like that. And, you know, and not have to, to stress about waking up or not knowing how to make their phone work or things like that. So I think it will definitely benefit a certain type of guest who hasn't gotten to experience it yet. And, you know, I'll probably sit it out for a while, which is as it should be. All right, so let's get to the things that we are more lukewarm about or, you know, we're just kind of like, okay, it's there. It's nice to have at the 50th, but we're not beating down any doors for it. So I'll start with the Fab 50 statues. (laughs) Disney, you know, I would not even say that I wasn't super excited about this if Disney had not been making such a big deal about announcing each statue one at a time as if it was an event in and of itself. I think that just kind of soured me on the whole thing. I'm going to, of course, take pictures by the statues and they're going to be really cute and I'm going to enjoy them for what they are. But I think Disney hyping these up really made me feel like, okay, they're just statues. They're just statues, but apparently they got Twitter really upset the last couple of days. I mean, I think a lot of the character choices were a little bit controversial and missing a lot of classic Disney in the mix, which was, you know, for an anniversary that's supposed to be about 50 years of nostalgia, they probably should have thought about that. And people, I guess, are are worried of what it, you know, what it bodes for the rest of the celebrations and things like that. You know, will we be getting the deep dive archival footage of real Disney history? Or are we going to be getting like the recent 
history Disney light. We'll see. You know, that's funny. I totally missed that controversy, but I can totally see how that played out without even having read anything that went on. To be clear, I just wouldn't care about the statues either way. You know, they're nice to have, but, you know, that is a little bit whatever. Well, what else are we kind of lukewarm about for the 50th? I mean, you know, there's the usual character costumes. Those are always hyped up whenever the characters have something new. And there's the cute, are they calling it what, iridescent, like E-A-R, <laughs> uh, versions of the costumes for making They invented many. a new word for the 50th, they Leslie. Did. That's how big of a deal this is. But I think I said, I think I am on record on this podcast back when the costumes were first announced. They look almost exactly like the color scheme out of the Disneyland Magic Happens Parade. So it definitely feels like borrowed. I mean, I'm not that excited about new costumes, but like they don't even feel that original to me. But yeah. Yeah. And I'm not excited about the costumes. I am excited that Mickey is no longer going to wear a suit with confetti on it. So I, in that sense, it's an improvement. But I understand why these character costumes get changed. You know, it's the same reason why teams get new uniforms every couple of years. It's for branding. It's for getting new stuff. So I get it. But And it's fine. It's totally worth getting new outfits for the 50th. But it's just not something that's going to really move the needle for me. Exactly. And then closing things out, talking about things that were not super excited. Okay, I got to be fair on this one. It's not that I'm not excited that there are going to be new decorations on the castle and that the Hollywood Tower is going to be lit up and the Tree of Life and Spaceship Earth. You know, we started to see previews of what their points of light, I think is what it's called, on Spaceship Earth. And, of course, the castle is going to be newly decorated. It's not that I'm not into the idea. And it's not that I don't think that these things are going to be beautiful. It's just that... I'm not going to Disney World to go see these new decorations, these new light shows. It's going to be very cool to see when I'm there, but it's just, again, it's not like moving the needle for me. These aren't things that we are not excited about in the sense that we think they are bad. It's just that they're just kind of there and they'll be nice, but that's about it. Yeah, and I think they're being oversold in some of the press hype because... You know, I I do think the 50th is a little bit light on (laughs) new offerings. And of course, plenty of that is not Disney's fault. I mean, the pandemic shut down construction and slowed things down on the timeline. And and so I'm sympathetic uh, immensely for, you know, them not having a lot of things ready. But don't, you know, (laughs) don't try to sell me, like oversell me on what you do have. Like, just kind of own it. But but yeah, I mean, the castle is, is going to be great. I am a little bit excited, I have to say, about what Spaceship Earth is going to look like. I'm definitely excited about seeing seeing that one a little bit. But, you know, the castle colors have been out for so long now, it feels a little bit like that's the colors we've had for a while. So it doesn't feel like special for the, f- the 50th, I guess, for me. I mean, I guess they put the big 5-0 on the front recently, but, but the colors themselves are now what I think of in my mind uh, as the castle colors. For Spaceship Earth, I think I saw a picture and I I don't want to see what it looks like on video before I get there. So yes, I, I'm I'm I, I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth. I'm excited about these things. I, I think you said it perfectly, and I think this is why overall when we were playing this episode it we realize we're just not as excited for the 50th as we thought we were going to be. It's because there's not as many new offerings as we had hoped there were going to be, you know, if we were talking about four, five, six months ago. And also Disney's kind of overhyping, overselling what is happening. And so I think those two things in combination is why we're just not as hype for this 50th anniversary celebration as we could be, maybe. 
Yeah, that's right. And and I'm reserving some hype. Like I am hoping for some more announcements that will, you know, unveil themselves throughout this celebration. So I'm still like kind of just waiting for that. And uh, I'll save some excitement for for those announcements. Yeah. And so we want to end on a positive note. And I just want to say that overall, I think what I'm most excited about is just, you know, that for the next 18 months, there's going to be an energy, a positive energy, more positive than normal that's going to be in the parks. And especially, you know, the 50th anniversary celebration is going to coincide with hopefully things mostly getting back to normal or to the new normal or whatever. So I think those two things in combination are going to lead to a lot of positive energy and spirit in the parks. And I think that is going to be the true magic of the 50th anniversary, at least for me. I totally agree, Joe. I mean, it does feel like, you know, we're turning a corner yet again. We're always turning a corner in this, but things are are improving um, in Florida. Joke's on us. Joke's know, on us. It's just a NASCAR race. We're going in ovals. Oh, that's right. That's right. But but things are getting better in Florida nationwide. I think my kid, my youngest probably will be vaccinated before the holidays and, and I will feel, you know, better about more travel in our family and, and excited to go and sort of be able to let loose. So it, it does feel like we're on the right path and we'll be able to to celebrate both that and the uh, the 50th at the same time. So so I am I am excited. I'm, I'm not excited about crowds coming back, <laughs> but that is, I mean, it's it's a it's a silver lining and a, and a you know, mixed blessing, I guess. So it's funny. I'm I'm not excited about crowds coming back, but if the crowds are back and I don't care about it, you know what I mean? Except for the fact that it causes me to have long lines. I will be excited about that, even if in the moment it'll be tough to be around crowds. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, we're looking forward to the 50th. And so we'd love to hear what you're looking forward to. Let us know. DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com. Tweet at us at www.deciphered on, at www.deciphered on Twitter or, or find us on our Facebook page, Disney Deciphered. Leslie, before we get out of here, can you leave us with a Disney do or don't? Sure, Joe. Well, I will just leave you with the advice don't rush. There is a long celebration that's about to start. You have plenty of time to go if you don't feel comfortable traveling yet. You know, okay to wait if you want to wait and see what the next sort of round of offerings and attractions is going to be in the celebration, by all means do. I mean, maybe go ahead and book a placeholder, but <laughs> don't feel like you have to go in October, November, December. I don't think I will be. It'll be 2022 for me. Yeah. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say that by the end of 2022, there will at least be one new attraction for you to try. Maybe Tron, maybe Guardians of the Galaxy. I feel pretty good, 50-50, that at least one of those will be open by the end of 2022, which means if you take your one trip to the 50th anniversary celebration, you get an extra ride out of it on top of Remy's, which opens on October 1st. And, you know, there you go. Uh, Waiting paid off. For sure. All right. Well, we told you where you could contact us. So we will get out of here and get ready for the 50th. I bet you Disney is going to release a lot of fun videos on October 1st. So we are looking forward to that. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Other than that, Leslie, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. And I will see you changing into your iridescent suit for the 50th anniversary. Thanks, Joe. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.